But it's great to be back, and I'm excited to be preaching a message today. We're going to be honoring our mothers. If you didn't know, like Shondor said, it is Mother's Day. And if you haven't got your Hallmark card or your gift, you are like way late. You're probably in trouble. Amen. So, but uh, I'm excited we're going to be doing a standalone message honoring our mothers. And I don't know about you, but I am so thankful for all the mothers. I'm thankful all the mothers in my life are beyond amazing. I had an amazing mom. If you're watching, mom, I love you. She still lives in Michigan. I'm going to get to see her today. I'm going to call her. And uh, she did such a great job of sacrificing for us, me and my brother, and just raising us and doing all the things. And all you mothers, thank you. Give them a hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're sitting next to an amazing mom, tell her right now, I love you. Look deep into her eyes and say, I love you. I mean it. I love you. Put that in the chat today. I love you, mom. And we are so thankful for them. I, I want to I go ahead and just brag on my amazing wife. I, I, I am blessed beyond I, I deserve. My wife, if you're watching, babe, I, I love you. Thank you so much for all that you do for our family. You go beyond, you sacrifice. And every family needs a mom. It's amazing how God made males and females. And if you think there's anything other than a male or female... We can talk after church. <laughs> but uh, see, we, we, need, we need males and we need females. And, and females are designed to have that mothering instinct. Only a mother can do what a mother can do, right? And fathers will get our day next month, right? Only fathers can do what fathers can do. But uh, the Lord, he is, he is moving. Did you know that? It's amazing. We got some amazing, fired up, faith-filled mothers in the house. Liberty Church, Holly Fine. I can see, look and see, we got some amazing mothers, even at our Arab campus. And so before we get started, I want to do something. If you're a mother today, I want you to do something. I want you to stand, please. Don't be shy. Yeah, give them a hand. If you're watching online, put your little hand up emoji. That's me, I'm a mother. And uh, what I want to do is I want to honor you. I want to pray for you. Before I get started, I want you to know God sees what you are doing. He loves you, He sees you, and He calls you honored and blessed. We're going to talk about that today. But what I want to do is I want to pray. If you're you're sitting next to one of these amazing mothers, just grab their hands or or put put your hands towards them. I just want to pray over them. So, Father God, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Thank you for these amazing women, these amazing mothers who have sacrificed, who put in the time who do a, more than a full-time job, changing diapers, making breakfast, making lunch, making dinner, taking kids to soccer practice, to t-ball practice, to football practice, doing the baths, doing the showers, doing the laundry, doing the dishes. And right now, we say thank you for them. I pray that they would be energized and refilled with your goodness and presence today to continue to run the race that you have for them. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, say amen. 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 Give God one more big hand. And one more thing I want to do before we get started. You know, the Lord reminded me, sometimes days like this can be tough for those who have lost their mothers. And so I know Father's Day for me is a rough one because my dad is no longer here. And so if you've maybe been struggling a little bit today, thinking about your mom, and you don't get to call her today, you don't get to see her today, I want to pray for you too. 
So if that's you, I'd like you to stand. If your mother is no longer here, amen. You know what? The Holy Spirit just said something to me. If you are a woman who is here who desires to be a woman or to be a mother, and that has not yet happened, don't be shy. I want you to stand. I want to pray for you. If you desire to be a mother and that is not yet, hallelujah. I want to pray for all of you. God sees you. In Matthew 5, it says that blessed are those who mourn, for he is the comforter today. And so if you're mourning whether because your mom's not here or you're mourning because you desire to have that and it hasn't happened yet, somebody say yet. Yes. It's going to happen in Jesus' name. God is with you. Amen. So if you're standing next to one of these lovely ladies, hold their hands and pray for them as well. So Father God, I thank you for these amazing ladies and their faith, Lord. And I, I thank you that you are the comforter. You're the prince of peace, Lord. And I just pray that the memory of the mothers that are no longer here, that their life would live on today through their daughters. God, and that your goodness would not just follow their daughters, but it would follow and live on in the granddaughters, the great-great-granddaughters, the great-great-great-granddaughters. And that your faithfulness meets us today and it catapults us into generations of the future. And I ask this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Good stuff. Y'all, we ain't even got started yet. <laughs> Holy Spirit's doing good things. Well, let's look at that first point today. And so I, as I said, the title of our message today, it's a standalone message titled, Honor Your Mother. Say that with me. Honor your mother. Honor your mother. And so that first point, what we're going to talk about is that word honor today. And honor is a, a cool little word. It means so much, but it's so powerful. Did you know that? When you give honor where honors do, something happens on the inside of that person that you honor. And so the word honor, it means to hold in the high esteem and to place great value upon See, obedience is doing the right thing, but God, He calls us and commands us to honor our mothers. Honor in the family is not earned. It is given by God. Did you know that? God in His Word, it says, honor your fathers and mothers. And we're talking about mothers today. But God is the one that places the honor on the position. God calls the position of parent, the position of mother, as favored. As honorable. See, but God, he, he, he calls what's honored and what's favored and what's anointed, but it's up to people to give their respect. But mothers, this is what I want you to hear. Whether or not you are experiencing, seeing, or feeling that respect on a daily basis, because I know life can get crazy and hairy and busy, and stressful. If you don't feel the respect from your husband or from your kids or from your grandkids, that doesn't change that God still says you're honored. Right? God still says that you're honored. And hey, husbands, sons, and daughters, and the rest of the family, honor your mother. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about today. Because God calls us to honor in obedience and give that respect, give that esteem, place that value, and behold our mothers for what they have done, the sacrifice that they give day in and day out. And did you know that God wants us to honor our mothers more than one day 
a year. Don't just tell your mommy lover and tell mom thanks and give mom a card and uh, a $5 gift from $5 below, right? Do more than that. More than one day a year. Right? And this is really the challenge for us because we say this all the time. We're what? We're real people serving a real God. And our real God wants us to be in real relationship with the ones that we love the most. As we prayed for those who lost their mothers, I bet you if they could tell you anything today, they'd say, love, cherish your mom today. Because one day she will pass on. Right? So don't take for granted what God has given you. Don't take for granted what is currently in your life. Don't take your mothers for granted because they do a lot. Somebody say a lot. A lot. And that's what we're going to do today. I, I hope mothers, if you're sitting here in sanctuary or watching this online, I hope you get filled with his, his joy and his pleasure and his power today as we celebrate you uh, in the house of God today. So look at Ephesians 6, 1 through 3. I've already referenced it a little bit. This is our foundational scripture for today. It says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Y'all agree it's the right thing to obey and honor your parents? Right? It says it's the right thing to do. Verse 2, there it is. The title of our message, it says, Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. And, if you, ha- and you will have a long life on earth. Who wants things to go well? Who wants to experience long life until God calls us home? That's me. And so if you're already done grown up, you know, your relationships change with your parents and your mothers as you, as you grow older. But if you're still relatively young and your mom is still, you know, has a, a, a larger voice, so to speak, in her life. Listen to her words of wisdom. Listen to your mother. And hey, if you are grown up, you know, you never outgrow the wisdom of a mother. And so her instinct is to mother, is to nurture, is to protect. And we're going to talk about that today. And so honor her by obeying her and listening to her and inviting her into our, your life, into our lives. And so I've already said this, but, but honor so it is placed by God and it's up to people to give that honor and respect to our mothers. Here's the thing the Lord showed me. True honor happens when you behold the position over the actions. What do I mean by that? See, no one here is perfect, right? We all miss it. Mothers, I love you. You're awesome. You're you're invaluable. we, We can't replace mother. There's no one like mom. But mothers miss it. We mess up. They mess up, right? Sometimes they say the wrong thing. Sometimes they do the wrong thing. Honor happens when just because somebody messed up, It doesn't change your response to the position that they hold. That's real honor. And this is happening in our culture. I'm going to get off on a little side note today. You know, with politics and 
celebrities and all these things. What could happen if we was able to maybe host the president of the United States at Liberty Church Holly Pond? That'd be pretty crazy. That'd be a pretty big deal, right? There would be an opportunity, because if you come or listen uh, to me preach every now and again, you know I'm not really a big Biden fan. There would be something inside me that would say, you know what, this is an opportunity to uh, tell him what I think, right? But you know what, there's only one position, one office of the President of the United States. And if we was to be able to honor somebody's presence or honor somebody's position or authority in a place like this, you know what we would do? We would roll out the red carpet. We would give gifts. You know, we would honor and esteem and place value on that. Because our differences don't change the fact that they still place honor. And so the Lord showed me this too. I know maybe some of us, our relationships with our mothers might be estranged. God forbid, maybe your mother wasn't a mother. Maybe today's rough because you think your mother and what she, all the things she didn't do. All the lies she said about you. And so what I want to do to encourage you today, if that's you, here in the sanctuary, watching online, how you break the curse and set yourself free and liberate your heart from holding unforgiveness is just saying, God, I honor her because she gave me life. That's the biggest sacrifice every mother makes is because without them, we're not here. And so when you do that, when you honor the person over the actions, Jesus lives. Holy Spirit lives. God reigns. And the thing the enemy's using to divide you and, and keep you sick, bound, depressed, God says, I can heal you. Right? And so look at that next point. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at seven quick ways. Somebody say quick. Quick ways how we can honor, value, esteem, behold our mothers more than one day a year. This is something we need to put into practice. And it's a way that we don't just place value and honor on our mothers, but it's a way that we show them that we love them, that we care for them. Okay? That we see what they're doing. And that first, the first one we're going to give you is simply just saying thank you. And I've already done this today, but I want to tell you again, mothers... Thank you for who you are and all that you do, right? We honor our mothers by saying thank you. Excuse me. Gratitude expresses honor and thank you validates her sacrifice. When you say thank you to someone, it says, I see you. When you go out of your way to say, and it sounds so Kind of corny and cliche, but it's really so powerful. Just a quick thank you for what you do. Thank you for doing my laundry today, Mom. Jessica does all of our laundry at the house. Babe, thank you so much. I've only had to do laundry like 10 times since I've been a married man. I'm blessed. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds favor in the Lord. And so I'm favored to rarely do laundry. But do I tell her thank you enough? Probably not. I'm preaching to myself today, right? When you say thank you, it says, I see you. 
I see what you're doing. I see your sacrifice. I see the love and the care and the things that you do for our family from Sunday to Sunday. And I'd be amazed if you do that on a regular basis, mom's attitude and mom's joy and mom's love and real character might continue to thrive more than some of the negative things that happen, right? Because we're all real, right? When you feel like you're doing a thankless job over and over and over again, what happens? You end up running on empty. The Lord reminded me this week, thank you is what recharges us. And I try to routinely do this in the ministry. If you serve at Liberty Church, thank you. All you celebrate recovery folks, thank you. Shondor, thank you. Pete Aaron, thank you. For Savannah, thank you. Worship team, thank you. Because we can't do all this stuff without you. And I try to routinely do that. Because somebody who's doing things that feel like they're not being appreciated, what happens? A door's cracked. A fence comes in. And well, they don't see what I'm doing. They don't see the stuff that I do every single day. They don't even love me. They don't even care about me. They don't, they don't thank me. I'm just going to quit. And that's right where the enemy wants you. And what happens when that little whisper is spoken into the ears of a mother? Mothers are supposed to lead the family. Fathers, tell the mothers, tell your wives, thank you. And if you would just do that, maybe peace would happen. Right? Thankfulness is an amazing thing. It's a powerful thing. You can't replace mom. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5.18. I know some of y'all Bible scholars are going to know this one, right? We bust this one out like once a year on Thanksgiving. And uh, we're going to bust it out today on Mother's Day. But what does it say? It says in everything. Y'all say that with me. Everything. Say it real holly pondish. Everything, there you go. Give thanks. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. We must understand thankfulness, guys. Because I said it's powerful, right? Let me show you how powerful it is. We must understand thankfulness because thankfulness reproduces something. And guess what it is? More thankfulness. <laughs> when you deposit thankfulness, it reproduces more thankfulness. So when you tell mom how much you love her and how thankful you are for her, guess what happens on the inside of her little heart, her little mommy heart? She's like, oh, I'm thankful for you too. <laughs> I'm thankful to do your laundry and I'm thankful to wash all your dishes every single day and make your bed and do all the things. It's a lot of sad. Are some of you mothers going like, amen, pastor, on the inside right now? If you want to just shout it, it's okay. Uh, right? So when, when you deposit that thankfulness, it reproduces more thankfulness. Y'all, what would happen if our world was just like abundantly thankful? Man, if you run around Walmart just thankful, Jesus' name, I got what I needed. It wasn't too expensive. I know everything's going up, but I got everything that I need. I drive a car that works. I, I'm living in a home that ain't leaky. I, I, I got a warm bed. I got a, a family that loves me. You are blessed. You are thankful. Right? 
So let's be thankful for the mothers that we have, thankful for the things that they do, the sacrifice that they continue to sow, right? When you share that thankfulness to someone else for that person, more thankfulness happens. Man, that would be a great cycle for us to get on, right? For the church to get on, for the world to get on. If we could just live and in everything, be thankful. I know that's actually kind of a, a pretty crazy challenge. But man, I think something would happen in your life if you could just flip that, that way of thinking. You know what? I'm thankful. Because somebody else has it worse. The thing I'm struggling with, somebody else is struggling with something else. Something worse. And I'm thankful. Not just for where I am, but what we sung about this morning, I'm thankful for where he's taking me, right? So look at number two. So the first thing you can do is thank your mothers. Tell them today thank you if you haven't already. Number two, another way we honor our mothers is by saying, I love you. you. Y'all still with me? Saying I love you. If you're sitting next to her, I'll just tell her, say I love you. I know we've done that already. Just tell her I love you. And uh, we honor them when we do that. Verbal expressions of love silences the voice of the enemy and affirms her heart. This is the thing we have to remember about parents, mothers, even fathers. Every parent, every person on the planet needs affirmation. And it's not until you yourself become a parent that you realize that your parents didn't have all the answers. <laughs> oh, my dad was like Superman in my eyes. My mom was like, not Superman, I guess maybe Wonder Woman, I guess. But you, you have a tendency to view your parents like, they just, they know the things to do, right? Y'all know your parents were figuring it out as they went? <laughs> I know that's true because me and Jessica are figuring it out as we go. Uh, and, and, and hey, if you don't have kids and you got all this, all these lists of all these things of what I'm going to do when I'm going to parent and it's going to be holy and spare the rod, spoil the child, and I'm going to do these things. And then when you have a kid, it's, this is going to change. <laughs> this is going to change. I'm speaking to somebody. And I thought I was going to, I thought I had it. Oh, I'm going to do this and this and this. And, and, and no, the Holy Spirit blew that up. But, uh. But, you know, do spank your kids when they deserve it, right? But, you know, it's just amazing. And it's because, you know, we, we, we're supposed to, that's, the, that's that, that honor, that invisible honor that we're placing on our parents without even knowing it, right? Because they are our parents. And, and, and we see what they do. And, and so, but what happens is when life happens, we forget to just simply tell them, I love you. And I love you does amazing things too, just as powerful as I thank, as thank you. But, but sometimes when it gets crazy, just take a moment and say, you know what? I love you. I, I love you for, for who you are and for wh what you do for me and for my family. And just thank you for being my mom, right? Because everyone needs affirmation, even our parents. Because even our parents struggle with doubt. Even parents struggle with figuring out the right next move. Even parents struggle with, how am I going to do this? 
Even parents struggle with, do my kids like me? Do my kids love me? Right? Because life happens. And so tell your parents, specifically your mom today, that you love her. John 15, 12 says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. This is what I know about God. And Jesus actually taught this, to go the extra mile, the extra Roman mile. And so what we need to do and challenge ourselves in doing is not just stopping at the proclamation of my love, but moving into the acts of my love. Right? Don't just stop with saying I love you. How are you demonstrating that you love her? And that's where a lot of us maybe fall short. Maybe that's where the real challenge is. Maybe I do a great job of, of routinely telling people I love them, routinely telling my mom that I love her, but it's what I'm doing that is falling short. The things my mom asks me to do, or if my mom maybe, I don't get to see her a whole lot. Am I getting to see her? Am I, am I doing things to show her that I love her? Right? Let's not just stop at proclaiming our love. Let's, let's move into demonstrating our love. And that, that, that ties me into my next point, number three. And a, a way we can demonstrate our love is through physical touch, right? Physical ways of showing somebody that we love them. And so number three is we honor our mothers by hugging and kissing them. Okay? Physical expressions of love create tangible moments that melt her heart. If you got kids and they're small, parents, man, take advantage of loving and hugging and kissing on them as much as you can. Uh, me and Pastor Jessica, man, Xander, he gets like a million hugs and kisses a day from probably both of us. And Bodie, he's, he's, he's covered up too in the hugs and kisses. And so, but I can just, Xander's about to be two next month, and y'all don't need me to tell you how fast it goes. So if you're looking back today as maybe a mother a grown kid, and you're like, a mother deals with this, you know, my kid, that grew up. And so, but guess what? Just because they grew up, you can never outgrow hugging and giving people kisses, good, holy, pure hugs and kisses. You know what I hate about COVID? Wasn't it crazy that, like, in some states, it was illegal to hug people? Man, that just blows my mind. People lost loved ones, didn't get to sit by their side. People died without having an embrace of the people they loved and cared about the most. Physical touch is a powerful thing. Hug, a, a hug. Man, hugs and kisses is, is how we build relationships. Hugs and kisses, they are... They are how we bond. They're, they're, they're how we mend and forge relationships, right? When you're going through a tough, tough day, sometimes, man, <laughs> all you need is a hug. And like something changes, right? Just that, that, other, that other human presence that understands what you're going through and just that hug. And when, when your, your mom, she desires those hugs and those kisses because it does something. Uh, it melts her heart, right? So physical touch is the way we demonstrate our love, and it's, it's a way we manifest the love that's inside 
externally. It's, it's going beyond saying and proclaiming I love you. It's, that's a way that we can demonstrate our love. Right? Touches, it's a powerful way relationships are bonded, mended, and forged. Look at 1 Peter 5.14. It says, greet each other with a kiss of love. Greet each other with a kiss of love. Peace to you all who are in Christ Jesus. A holy hug and a special kiss, it creates moments. Somebody say moments. Moments in time that seals that love of God. And it does something in the hearts of, of everybody when you experience that, that love, that hug, that embrace, that kiss. And moms cherish these moments. Just last week, uh, Pastor Jessica, if you're watching, I'm going to go ahead and share the story. I hope it's okay. She'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but this is going to honor her. I don't think she'll be embarrassed. But So as I said, y'all know we just uh, ushered in a brand new life into our home. Bodie, and he's perfect. And I got to take, a, I was blessed to take a whole week off of work. And uh, one day we were sitting on the couch and it was uh, nighttime, about 7, 8 o'clock. And uh, Jessica was, she hasn't got to get a whole lot of time with Xander because we've kind of had to divide and conquer. We're learning this two-kid deal. We're in a new season. And so I kind of take care of the toddler because she's still kind of healing up. And so she spends a lot of time with Bodie and then we usually swap somewhere in between. But uh, so she was getting to hold Xander on the couch. And uh, I'll look over. And she's just squalling. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong? And she's just like, I love him so much. And she's hugging him and kissing him. And I think it was in that moment when she realized just how fast it goes. You know, but that, what did that do? It created a moment, not just in her heart, but in my heart, in Xander's heart, in Bodie's heart, just the love of Christ and how special and blessed we are. And if your kids are still little, hug them. Because I hear, somebody say here, I'm down the road, they might not want your hugs and kisses so much. Because I'm going to have to tackle Xander. You're going to get it, man. But, uh, you know, the Lord just showed me that. When you do that for your mother, it, it does something on the inside. It creates those special moments, those special memories that no one can steal, the enemy can't rob you of. Right? Something as physical as, or something, something as simple as just physically hugging our moms and our parents today. Right? Look at number four. So we got saying thank you. We got saying I love you. We got simply just hugging and kissing our moms. And number four is a big one. Somebody say big one. And I'm going to be really stepping on the toes of us men today. But don't worry, I'll get us some points back next month for Father's Day. Right, I'm going to be preaching to myself, but it's all about the mothers today. And so verse, not verse four, number four, is we honor our mothers by listening to their instructions. Listening, processing, and applying her words honors her wisdom and desire to protect us. Y'all underline that word, protect us. Y'all know it's a mother's instinct to protect, to mother, to nourish, 
And so one of the biggest ways we can honor our mothers is simply by doing what they say. By doing what they say. And if I look back at my life, specifically probably from my, my teenage years, maybe 12 or 13 till about the time I was, <laughs> I got to be honest, 25 or 26 when I was really lost to my addiction, I rebelled against my mom. And all she was trying to do was protect me. But I saw it as smothering, right? And so generally when men feel smothered, what do we do? We rebel. We, we push away. For some reason, we want to learn our lessons the hard way. Hey, and Pastor Ian, I'm going to hold both hands. I fucking hold both my feet up here. I learned my lessons the hard way if I had only listened to my mom. Well, maybe if I would have listened to her, I might not be your pastor <laughs> in a roundabout way. I could be doing something totally else, something totally crazy different. I'm thankful. Lord, redeem me, amen. But we got to do better at listening to the instructions of our mothers because she wants to help us. She wants to protect us. And what is the opposite of honor? Dishonor is the easy answer, but something's tied into dishonor. It's disrespect. And so if we intentionally don't do what our mothers or our wives ask us to do, what are we doing? We're being disrespectful and we are dishonoring the position of mother in the home when we intentionally do that, right? See, mom's words are words of warning, right? And when we intentionally rebel or go against that, then she begins to feel hurt, overwhelmed, stressed, mad, and disrespected. And I wonder why there's no peace in the home. I wonder why there's no joy in the home. And it's because I'm not heeding her words. Women, this is the one thing you need to work on, and we'll talk about it next month is, there is, though, more than one way to skin a cat. Right? What do I mean by that? And this is how I'm preaching to myself. One of the biggest contentions that me and Jessica really ever have, we don't hardly fight, hardly ever. But I'm preaching to myself, it's when she's getting on to me to do something, and I'm just like, there's 10 different ways to do this, right? And so the Lord is challenging me, because when that happens, and I've told her this, I said, babe, I wanted to marry you as my wife. I didn't want another mother in my life, Right? Man, we got to work on this. I said I'm preaching to myself. Right? She's probably amening if she's watching this. Right? And so that's where we have to, that's where that thing inside me wants to rise up. And, you know, I want to talk about this here in a moment. There, there's an opportunity there for me as the man to either elevate her voice in the home or to cut it off. Right? Because, you know, your kids are watching you. And how daddy responds to mom's voice may be how the sons and daughters are going to respond to mom's voice. And I want my kids to respond to mom's voice. So the Lord was just dealing with me. I need to respond to mom's voice. Right? Look at Proverbs 7.24. It says, now therefore listen to me 
My children, pay attention to the words of my mouth. Now, this is out of Proverbs. And this is kind of a theme in Proverbs, listening to my word. He's speaking to the children of God. Solomon's writing this, penning this, praying this. Excuse me, to the children of God. And today we're kind of using this as children of God and as children of our mothers. And so when, when mom's speaking, if you feel like she's getting on to you, it's not that she's getting on to you for the sake of getting on to you. She's getting on to you because she sees something. Right? So when Jessica's getting on to me, I, I, have to, I have to hear, I have to slow down and hear. No, she sees something that I don't see. See, men, we have blind spots. And, and women see a whole lot more than us men sometimes because we get so laser-focused. They're a lot better at, at doing 10 different things at once than we are. And so I need to be able to hear her voice because this is what I know. Moms know best. Moms know best, and it's not her desire to be right. Man, you need to hear that. Mom knows best, and it's not because she wants to be right. That's not her desire. Her desire is to protect. That's why she's saying all the things she's saying. That's why she's trying to ask you to help do it this way. Do, do, do it this way. Yeah, there's more than one way to skin a cat, but uh, that was bad advice from your pastor. Don't tell your wife that. Right? Listen to your wife. Right? Listen to her. Because her desire is, is not to be right, it's to protect. And, and ladies, if for some crazy reason that is your desire to win the argument, you need to spend some time with Jesus. <laughs> spend some time with Jesus. If you want to be more, if more right than just for the sake of trying to help the situation, but nine times out of ten, maybe ten times out of ten, the mother's desire is to just help and to mother, right? Because she sees. So dads, sons, we can either validate mom's voice in the house or we can silence it. When we heed her words of advice, when we heed her words of wisdom, words of warning, and we do what she asks, that elevates her voice. Right? And if we are receptive, our kids will be too. Dads and sons, if we're receptive, our kids will be also. Amen? Look at number five. Moving on. Another way we honor our mothers is by simply inviting them into our lives. Invitations are declarations of honor and worth. This is what I know about moms. They need connection. They need relationship. They, they want to know what's going on. You're never going to outgrow her desire to know what's going on with you. What's going on in here? How, how's your life? How's your wife? How's, how, how's uh, your, if, if you're a, a daughter, how's your husband? How's your kids? How's work going? They want that invitation, the permission to, to, to do life with us, to do life with you. They need that connection. And, and inviting them into our lives gives them their biggest desire, the opportunity to do what they're called to do, to nurture, to counsel, for us to sit and listen to their advice and the things that they see that I don't see. Right? Revelation 3.20, I love this scripture. Right? It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. This is referencing Jesus. It says, If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. Maybe some of us just need to simply invite our mothers in. I had this vision as I was... Um, 
during my quiet time and studying, preparing for today, yesterday, my office, of just our world. And this, I know we're honoring mothers, but I, I feel like this goes both ways, mothers and, and fathers and families in general, just people just standing and knocking at the doors of people's hearts, just knocking, just let me in, let me in, let me in, let me in. And it's, I don't know what it is, if it's pride, if it's anger, if it's jealousy, if it's sin. For some reason, so many people just leave that door shut. They got, some of them got it barricaded. And so if you're a mother and you're here today and you feel like maybe you're knocking at your son or daughter's door and you can't get in, just keep praying and believing in Jesus' name. God is bigger than that. Don't give up being a mother. And if you're a son or daughter that's intentionally or purposely doing that, maybe you didn't know you was doing that, but maybe by revelation of hearing me speak today, you realize that you've kind of closed the door off to your mom. Open the doors of your life, of your heart, and invite her in because she loves you. She loves you so much. Invite your mother in today on this Mother's Day. Look at, ver or look at number six. Another way we honor our mothers is by gathering around her. Family gatherings are music to her soul. I love that. Family gatherings are music to her soul. Time together unlocks mom's heart. And so, not just today, don't do what she wants to do, but for the rest of the year, on special days, random days, do the fun things that you know she enjoys doing with her. If mom wants to get the family together and have dinner, do it without complaining. Do it without squabbling. Tell her thank you. Tell her you love her. Give her a hug and a kiss. Invite her into your life. Right? Because time together is special. Moms understand this. And so gathering together, if she likes to maybe go shopping or do board games or play card games, maybe she wants to sit and watch crime TV. I don't know. Sit. Somebody said amen. I like Sit and watch crime TV with her. Right? We said that our parents need affirmation. Our parents need time spent with them as well to know that you love them and that you see them and that you care about them. She likes to take trips. Take a trip with her. It doesn't have to be some big, elaborate, expensive trip. I bet she'd be happy for you just to take her lunch at Gunnersville, go see the lake. Something special. Just being with you is going to be enough. There's nothing more valuable in this life than your time. Than your time. Right? Look at Matthew 23 through 37. It says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets. This is, this is Jesus right before he begins to pray in the garden and gets betrayed. And he's looking over the city, over the city he's about to save, and he makes this proclamation. He says, Jerusalem, 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 oh, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather, somebody say gather, gather. your children together as her hen gathers her chicks under her wings. 
but you are not willing. The mother's heart, that's a mother's, a perfect picture of the heart of a mother, right? To gather her chicks as a hen gathers her, her chicks under her wings. Mothers want to gather their families together. So guys, don't fight it when mom wants to gather the chicks, so to speak. The cousins and the brothers and the sisters and the in-laws and just have a special day. There doesn't even have to be any activities, just, just gathering together, seeing each other, loving on each other. Because this is what I know. That, that heart's desire is, is, is all holy and pure. Moms understand the power of unity. What happens when we gather together, our families? Some of y'all may be thinking, man, we are the opposite of unity. <laughs> we are dysfunction to a T, right? But there is still power in the unity of the union of gathering. And God wants you to gather so that you don't have to be dysfunctional. You don't have to be dysfunctional if you don't want to, you know that? You be Jesus with skin on. You be Jesus' hands and feet. You build that bridge to that crazy uncle Jojo or crazy aunt Linda Lou or I don't know. Be the love of Christ in those moments. Well, all those moments for, for Christ to shine through you. And before you know it, maybe, maybe God totally rebuilds and wrecks the whole hearts of our whole family, right? And God wins. Right, look at that last one and we're going to wrap up. Last one we're going to give you today. The seventh way to honor your mothers is by simply honoring God. We maybe should have started with this one. It's kind of backwards. Because you really always have to start with loving God first and honoring God first in all that you do. But faith and family are the greatest desire of her heart. If not, it should be. If faith and family are not your two greatest desires, they should be. Because this is what I know about faith and family. They are the building blocks to a fulfilled life. They are the, that's how you build a fulfilled life. Faith, family. Family, faith. Faith, family. Family, faith. That's the key to a fulfilled life. That's all that matters in this life. Is your faith in your family. And is your faith going to live on in your family when you pass on? Right? And so we honor our mothers by actually honoring God first with our faith. And I, and I know that's true because if you every single day wake up, honor Jesus. If you wake up and give Jesus your everything, guess what you're naturally going to do? Honor your mother. Because <laughs> if Jesus is living in here, you ain't going to live like a hellion, so to speak. You're going to do all this, the seven things we just talked about today. You're going to tell your lover. You're going to tell your thinking. You're going to help her with stuff. You're going to help lighten her load. You're going to, you're going to recognize her and, and hold her and behold her and tell her that you love her. And you're going to invite her into your life. And you're going to be in a good, healthy relationship. Not just with your mom, with every single person. And so it really has to start with our relationship with God through Jesus. And when that relationship is right and real, somebody say real. Real amazing things happen in and through us. Before I know it, maybe me and my mom's relationship was not the greatest. Before I know it, the Lord has built that bridge, and we're best friends. Or if it's a, a brother or a friend that you've had a falling out with, and you honor God and you chase Jesus, and he begins to 
Rebuild those walls of those relationships. Look at Ephesians 3, 17 through 18. It's not on your paper outline, but I went ahead and changed it and added it for us today. Verse 17, it says, So that Christ may dwell in your where? Hearts. Let Christ dwell in your hearts through faith. Through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love. Pray through faith that you be rooted and established in love through faith in Jesus. Number Verse 18, may we have the power, there it is, together with the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep the love of Christ. This is what I know. When you begin to grasp how much God above loves you, when you begin to grasp and fathom that He sent His Son to die for you, you'll begin to catch a glimpse of how much your mother loves you. Just a glimpse of how much your mother loves you through the revelation of how much God loves me. Right? When you see that, recognize that, something changes. Something transforms. And I want to be better. Because my God is so good. Amen. Y'all join me in prayer. Father God, Lord, I, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for every person here in the sanctuary that came to church today and heard your word. Thank you for anybody joining us, watching us online. I just want to extend that that personal invitation to pray for our, our mothers again. And we just lift them up to you. That they would see how valuable they are today. That they would see how much you love them. That no height or depth or anything in this world can separate them from your glorious, grander love. I pray they would be set apart and that thankfulness would be reproduced in their lives and their heart today. That would be manifested in the family, the core family. I pray men and sons and daughters would be challenged not to just tell their moms today how much they love them, but to show them how much they appreciate them. If you're here in the sanctuary or watching us online and you know Jesus as your personal Savior, He's your Lord, you're in a real right relationship with Him, I want you right now to please pray for the lost. Pray for the lost, dying world, somebody that doesn't know Jesus. Most of us know somebody. But if you're here, either in church or watching online, and you say, Pastor Ian, that's me. I, I don't know if I'm in a real right relationship with God through His Son today. I, I don't know what would happen if I got in a car wreck today or tomorrow, and I had to stand before God and give an account to my life. I, I don't know, Pastor Ian, if he would say, enter in, my good and faithful servant. 
Or if he would say, depart from me. I never knew you. So if you're here today and you have any doubts on if you know God, I want to change that. God wants to change that. God wants to have a party in heaven because the son or daughter came home today. So if that's you, I want to ask you to do something. I want to ask you right now, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now, I want to ask you simply just to stand up. Physically stand up here in the sanctuary. Don't worry, no one's looking at you. No one's watching you. We're actually praying for you. If you want to make that decision or that commitment today, I'm going to give you an opportunity. Don't let this moment pass you by. Man, somebody's standing. Praise God, the kingdom of God is growing. If that's you watching online, type that in for us, please. Say, I'm, I'm making that decision. I'm standing at home. I want to accept Christ today. Man, I'm going to lead us all in a prayer. Let's say it louder, Paul. The kingdom of God is growing in Jesus' name. So it's going to go like this. Heavenly Father, Father, we love you. We We accept your son, Jesus. We We believe that he is Messiah of the world. world. And we confess that he is Lord Lord. and Savior of my life. life. Holy Holy Spirit, come. Forgive my past. Redeem my future and liberate my heart. Save me until you call me home. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good stuff, man. Man, who's glad you came to church today? Yeah. Man, we're glad you came too. We got, uh, give it up for uh, Pastor Pete here, sweet Pete. He's got the winning ticket for our giveaway. For Lucky Lady today, we have a $30 or $35, $30 gift certificate to Pro Top Nails for Lucky Lady. It's in Coleman. And so the winning ticket is 985718. Is that you? So awesome. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. You. Give her one more hand. And uh, praise God. So awesome. Well, hey, show your mom you love her today. I think we got plenty of flowers. Is there still some flowers left? Yes. Uh, we were giving flowers just to the mother's day, but if you're just a lovely lady today, we got extra flowers left. Maybe there's some of the kids, your daughters, or if you didn't get one, you can go ahead and grab one on your way out. Okay, so we love you. You are dismissed. Have a great mother.